Support for Petri Dish is made possible by UT Health San Antonio, committed to transforming the health of the community through a team that tackles problems from every angle, doing everything it takes to bring each patient the best possible outcomes, from teaching tomorrow's healthcare leaders to translating research into new treatments. UT Health San Antonio strives to make lives better. Learn more at everythingittakes.org. Yeah, so I became motivated to uh, basically do this research and start this project after my grandfather um, died of uh, metastatic prostate cancer in 2019. Arhan Rao was 14 years old when he watched helplessly as cancer first took his grandfather's health, then took his life. Losing a grandparent is difficult at any age, and we all respond differently. I became really inspired and interested to see how, like, we as researchers and a society can basically develop safer, more effective treatment options to finally figure out, like, like, why is this cancer so deadly and what can we do about it? Arhan was just a kid, but this felt urgent to him, and in the San Antonio area, for kids who are interested, he found a way to focus his grief and his energy. He enrolled in a magnet high school that focuses on preparing kids for careers in healthcare and research, aptly named Health Careers High School. Welcome to the Medical Research Strand. This is one of the things that you can study at Health Careers. Basically, I started reading and started getting interested into, like, how these cancer cells progress over time and, like, how, how they evade therapies. And that really um, prompted me to get into this project. And when Arhan says project, he's not talking about putting something together for the science fair. The lab focuses to develop uh, new drugs for treating uh, breast cancer. That's Ratna Vadlabudi. He's the co-leader of the Cancer Development and Progression Program at UT Health San Antonio's Mays Cancer Center, and he runs the Vadlabudi Lab. To develop a drug takes 15 to 20 years to find a target and develop a drug. But we have so many drugs already made, and they are already in clinical trials for other diseases. Uh, safety is established. If we can find the existing drugs to use for the other targets, I mean, the, the, the patients will get the drug quickly. Vadla Moody says the National Institutes of Health, the NIH, is very interested in medicines like this. So they started a new program repurposing the existing drugs for other indications if they've found because it's more cost effective. That's around the time an eager young high school student trying to figure out how to deal with his grandfather's death began showing up at the lab. Arhan was a student, summer student, uh, for several years uh, through the health careers program. So he was coming to the labs when the school was not there, so practicing uh, research skills. So we asked him, can you screen a couple of these compounds from the NIH and then see if anything is interesting, then we can pursue. <laughs> and guess what? He found something. He found something potentially big for patients with some notoriously difficult-to-treat breast cancers. And he found it in an old, rarely prescribed antidepressant. 
From Texas Public Radio, this is Petri Dish. I'm Buddy Petri. I think when a lot of people think about breast cancer these days, they think of it as a sort of pink-washed bump in the road of life that is challenging for the person fighting it, sure, but they'll win. They always win, right? Except they don't, always. What would you consider are the most urgent areas of research in breast cancer? That's Dr. Alexandra Zimmer of NIH's National Cancer Institute. So I I think there's several areas that really uh, need a lot of more research to develop better therapies. And NCI's Dr. Stan Lipkowitz. One of those is the treatment of triple negative breast cancer. We've made tremendous progress, again, in hormone receptor positive cancers using targeted endocrine therapies and in HER2 positive breast cancer using targeted therapies to the uh, HER2 protein. But triple negative breast cancer is, an, is a group of breast cancers that has no, uh, has had difficulty identifying specific targets that we can use for better treatment of these. So that's one urgent area. Triple negative breast cancer accounts for up to 15% of all breast cancers. Why is it called triple negative? Well, because this cancer lacks estrogen and progesterone receptors, so it's not hormone-driven. And triple negative tumors also don't make much or any of the protein called HER2. So as Dr. Lipkowitz said there, you can't use hormone therapy or HER2 therapies to treat it. So what's left when you take those off the table? Surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation. That's pretty much it. And while researchers are seeking to develop more and better treatments for this type of cancer, the idea that there may be medicines already out there, safe and approved by the FDA, and just waiting to be found, is tantalizing for scientists, doctors, patients, and at least one 17-year-old kid. So right now, uh, we are uh, doing a protein estimation techniques, and we're using RIPA buffer and um, water, and then we're going to do the Western blot, uh, which analyzes protein expression later in the day today. Arhan Rao recently let me follow him around the Vadlamudi lab. So what happens in cancers, they have these alternative uh, uh, cancer uh, signaling pathways. That's how they repair their DNA. So we're trying to see if we can block that using this inhibitor. I asked him about the NIH NCI program to look for old drugs that might have a new purpose. So the NCI gave uh, um, a priority a couple of years ago to repurpose these um, drugs that are used to treat other diseases, such as diabetes, to treat cancers. That was exciting to him, and it was something he, a teenager learning in the lab, could help with. So he did. Uh, We conducted a drug screen of almost 100 drugs, and we saw that this antidepressant called imiprimin um, blocks um, breast cancer growth and uh, metastasis, also inhibits the DNA repairability of these cancer cells. Amipramine. Amipramine, also known as tofranil, is an old medicine that's already been repurposed at least once. 
Developed in 1951 as an antihistamine, researchers soon found it helped some people with depression, and it was introduced for that use in the United States in 1959. It's what's known as a tricyclic antidepressant, and for years, tricyclics were the go-to treatment for depression. But they had a lot of side effects, so when SSRIs came along, they fell out of favor. But UT Health San Antonio's Ratnavad Lamudi says sometimes amipramine is given to cancer patients. The drug is given patients to reduce their depression. So usually when you have a cancer ward, that's a bad ward. And when you have a chemotherapy, that's another increases the de- depression. So when Arhan was scanning old meds for new uses, so those are already giving these tablets to decrease their depression. But what Arhan study found was the drug also has an inhibitory activity on the cancer cells. So it does both, reduces your depression and also reducing the growth of your breast cancer. <laughs> so, so that's kind of a fantastic one-two punch from one old drug. That Lamudi wasn't sure what to think when his student showed him what he found. When we saw this finding, I mean, I didn't believe it, but uh, we asked him to repeat a couple of times, multiple cell lines. So consistently, he showed the pattern. So once he made the observation, then we have to take it to the next level. So we found out the mechanistic insights. Then we talked to our clinician. Coming up, Arhan's observation gets put to the test. So he made the initial observation, but we took that observation and thoroughly tested, and it went to clinical trial. What did researchers find? We'll tell you when Petri Dish continues. Support for Petri Dish is made possible by UT Health San Antonio, committed to transforming the health of the community through a team that tackles problems from every angle, doing everything it takes to bring each patient the best possible outcomes, from teaching tomorrow's healthcare leaders to translating research into new treatments. UT Health San Antonio strives to make lives better. Learn more at everythingittakes.org. This is Petri Dish. Before the break, teen scientist Arhan Rao's observation that the old tricyclic antidepressant, amipramine, might have the power to fight breast cancer cells got the attention of the adults in the room. Enter Dr. Virginia Kaklamani, leader of the breast cancer program at the Mays Cancer Center and professor of medicine at the Long School of Medicine. She put together a trial to test the medicine in which people newly diagnosed with breast cancer and waiting for surgery would start taking it right away. Yes, because it's already approved drug, we don't need additional FDA approval. She can prescribe the patients. So she was talking to the patients and they were excited. So we started treating them. The patients would get a biopsy at diagnosis and another tissue sample was taken at the time of surgery and they would compare the two. What did they find? We not only found that imiprimin uh blocked the growth of these breast cancer cells, but we also found that imipramine blocked the migration of these breast cancer cells. So that's big, right? The study was published in the journal Cancer Letters with Kaklamani, Vadlamudi, and yes, Young Rao listed among the co-authors, and it found that imipramine inhibits triple negative breast cancer in both mouse and human tumors. 
The study also found the old antidepressant significantly reduced the migration and invasive capacity of breast cancer cells, all of which thrilled Rao. Specifically, the migration part, that was really fascinating to see that, um, especially many patients develop relapse and they don't have that many treatment options. And so if we can find a way to give them a, give them hope and just find a way to have them uh, an alternative therapy, that's just really fascinating. More promising news, those with triple negative breast cancer can be on chemotherapy for a very long time. But sometimes chemo drugs like tamoxifen stop working. The current therapies only works for five to 10 years for the ER positive, like tamoxifen, uh, significant patient relapse. So this drug will have an effect when they relapse or when they metastasize from breast to the other organs, the current drugs doesn't work. So this drug is showing some promise with that. And some patients have to take chemotherapy meds in such high doses, it makes them sick. Amipramine might mean they can take less. Yeah, so as uh, Dr. Valamudi said, um, this combination therapy where we use amipramine with these common, these other chemotherapy drugs and see like how if we can reduce the concentration at which uh, amipramine can work in patients to reduce the toxicity and side effects in the, long run, in, in the long run is really promising. So in this early research, it looks like amipramine also inhibits tumor growth in estrogen receptor positive breast cancer. By reducing signaling of estrogen, amipramine appears to stunt the growth of these hormone-fed tumors. In both types of breast cancer, it appears to interfere with the tumor's ability to repair its own DNA. If a tumor can't repair its DNA, it can't really survive, which is the goal here. So where are we now? Well, even though all of this is moving much more quickly than it would if amipramine was a new medicine that was just being developed and hadn't yet been tested for safety or efficacy on animals or humans, there is still a lot of work to be done. The May study was small and only measured changes over a few weeks. Vadlamudi says they need now to test the medicine on more patients and over a longer period of time. And what's next for Arhan, who already has a co-author credit in a published research study at 17 years old? I would like to continue uh, learning and doing research in uh, oncology as well as other disciplines. In, uh, uh, I'm planning to apply to those BSMD programs and accelerated program uh, where you can basically go into medical school right away and see how I can apply research there as well. He wants to start medical school right away, right after high school, if he's accepted, in honor of his grandfather. This episode of Petri Dish was produced by TPR News Director Dan Katz, Jacob Rosati, and me. Jacob also composed all the music and created the sound design on this show. Petri Dish is a production of Texas Public Radio. I'm Bonnie Petrie. Talk to you soon. P.
Petri Dish is underwritten by UT Health San Antonio, and we often speak to nurses, doctors, scientists, and researchers there for expertise and insight into the subjects we cover. But neither UT Health nor any of its employees influence the stories we choose to tell or how we tell them. 